Welcome to the VIP Ignite podcast, your source for tomorrow's talent today. Hear real-life stories of models, actors, and musicians breaking down barriers, launching careers, and sharing their stories of overcoming obstacles and finding real success. They will activate the winner in you by revealing the path with their best tips and advice. Hey everyone, this is Denine White, and I am the host of the VIP Ignite Live podcast. This is a special series of podcasts and interviews being taped during quarantine during the coronavirus. Our purpose in doing these podcasts and interviews is twofold. First of all, we want to create inspiration. And second of all, we are doing this for the planning and building of what's needed to continue pushing forward in a career as an actor, model, or musician. Today, I am here live with Dakota Poole, who is live from Boise, Idaho, who is an overall entertainer. So Dakota, I would love to know, what is going on in Boise, Idaho right now? What are you doing during the quarantine? So the stay-at-home quarantine happened probably two, I want to say probably three, four weeks ago by our governor. I was on a job doing flooring when it happened. I told my boss I was heading home. I had to get some dance classes filmed because our dance studio is now doing virtual, mostly through Facebook Live, if you can see it, or it's gonna be put up on a YouTube account for the students to see. Unfortunately, I'm limited, and so I have to send videos to another coworker, and then she redoes them and posts them up and everything, but there's been a lot in regards to dance challenges here and there amongst my friends and everything. I've seen a lot of dancers trying to keep active as much as possible. Technically, my job is in a very gray area as far as whether or not it is essential. And so I've told my boss that when it comes to the bigger jobs, ones that are over a thousand square feet of flooring that we need to do, I go and help them out as much as possible. But most of the time I let him do whatever he needs to do because it's just me and him that do the flooring and his livelihood is run off of it. I was able to call most of my financial bills and everything to make sure that in a financial setting, I was okay for the stay at home quarantine. I admit that I have seen a lot of people that post up about going out and like, like to a park or something to where there is enough space for social distancing, but to get some air so they're not stuck inside all the time. From a personal perspective, I have done a little bit more as far as home workouts with some resistance bands that I have. I've definitely looked into the coachings that we've had, got back into video gaming a little bit just so that way I can connect with some of my friends that I can't see in person because it's still important to have that connection to people and everything like that. Yeah, of course. Um, Then if it does get to the point where they consider construction jobs non-essential and everybody is like stay home unless you're a healthcare professional i know for a fact that i have a plethora of books both electronic on my kindle as well as hardcover that would be more than happy to be read through so i personally have had plenty to keep me busy and i know that most of idaho as far as boise nampa meridian some of the bigger cities in our state are keeping pretty well busy through everything. Okay, well, that's awesome. Let's go back to these dance classes. So you teach dance classes and you're, you're taping them live? Or you're taping them for people to see and to perform? 
Yeah. So if I had a better camera, probably maybe a little bit of a better Wi-Fi connection because I'm in a neighboring city to Boise. So it's a little further out there. Connection is spotty at times and everything. But if I had a little bit of a better connection and a little bit of a better camera, I would be doing the videos live myself through okay. the Facebook. But our studio themselves had been working on this for a while before our governor actually did the stay at home she was trying to just stay proactive in front of everything and so a co-worker of mine she's a friend that i've known for years she actually is considered to be the second teacher to two of my classes what i do now is i film the new choreography and i break it down slowly for her slow enough for her basically okay. i dance it i have to get it into just about five minutes for the program that i use for recording Okay. So I'm like, all right, you raise your right hand here, you set back three times or something, something like that. You put your and left foot in and you shake it all about. Pretty much. <laughs> she'll go back and a normal class is about an hour. You do a warm up for probably your first 10 minutes. You get a good stretch, all the things you need to do to get ready. The choreography should be about 40 minutes if you're good. I normally do mine a little bit differently. They include stuff like across the floor, which would be just really basic dance moves that you wouldn't think about just because the movement of it is so simple. A lot of us do it in our day-to-day -day life without even realizing it. Okay. And so it helps the kids kind of in their head work it out as far as, oh no, I can actually do this. This is no big deal. Yeah. Um, but it helps them as far as knowing their body movement. Okay. Then she will film the new choreography session that I've had for them and then do a cool down stretch, cool down, warm up, like whatever. She tends to do a lot of improv freestyle, which is really important for dancers because it definitely forces a different creative mindset. Yeah, for sure. Me personally. Okay, Dakota, so I have a question for you. During yeah. the quarantine, people are at home and they're like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? And you're helping to bring dance classes to people. How old are these people who are taking these virtual dance classes? So just specifically for my studio in regards to the classes that I teach, the oldest one that I teach, I think is 15, maybe 16. And the youngest one, I want to say might be five or six. That's awesome. Um, now, do you think that the whole family is getting in on these dance classes? It's obviously like they're, they're playing it. I bet you mom's in the background or dad's in the background busting a groove too. I know for a fact that there are at least probably three or four. Our studio owner is actually also a studio parent. She has okay. her kids in. Um, there is a, a mom who does a lot as far as the board for the studio that I know her kids do dance and she does a lot with it as well. Plus one of the parents I follow her on Instagram, one, the same coworker who teaches the class with me, tagged me in a video where a student I taught last summer was learning a move and she was practicing it over and over in like her kitchen and she tagged me in it because she knew that I was the one that showed her that. And so oh, wow. there's a decent amount of dance parents that are probably working as well with their kids. That's awesome. How does that make you feel? How does it make you feel that right now when everyone's like, oh, that you're actually bringing joy and movement to people? How cool is that? It's something that as a teacher is phenomenal. Um, I've always told people this, I would teach even if I wasn't getting paid just because 
I myself almost didn't dance for a while because, you know, some stigma, some self-confidence issues, you know, you didn't want to look weird, but you have to look weird to get good at something most of the time. Yeah. And so when I can hear a kid say, man, I'm so glad I took your class. I was really happy because you taught me this. And at first it was really difficult, but then I got it. And it's moments like that when you can see it in their eyes that they're elated and over the moon over the fact of they got something that in the beginning was difficult, but then somehow something clicked and it just came through to them. And it's like a kid in a candy store. They got the like the rosy cheeks, the sparkle in their eyes, whatever, and they're just over like the top excited and everything. And so knowing that there are is still an avenue to be able to get that for them so they can smile, they can stay happy, they can stay active. That's huge for me. Yeah, that's awesome. And that's kind of like what we're doing with um the VIP Elite Talent Academy, right? Yeah. So let's so let's talk a little bit about that. We're offering an online coaching program. So how has that helped you sharpen your own skills during this time of being under quarantine? Well, when, because you were the one that I talked to specifically in regards to the Elite Academy. Yeah. And, and hearing about all of it and everything like that, it was one of those things that is a lot like dance in regards to you can get the most out of it that you want to yeah like the more work you put into it the more you'll get out of it which on days when I am home because I'm not on the job or whatever is a big thing for me I don't like stagnancy I mean obviously everybody likes their free time everybody likes to have that moment of like I'm gonna do nothing and I'm gonna enjoy doing nothing but through dance through fitness through kind of the way that I was brought up yeah. I'm used to having about two or three things going at the same time. Yeah. And so being able to have that and go back through coachings and then taking the notes and, and really diving into, you know, the things that you do need, the things that you thought you needed that you actually don't, you know, actually learning what I would consider to be like the backbone or the foundation of a lot to the industry is paramount. Okay. So out of all the coaching that you've watched, because you told me you were binge watching the coaching the other day, right. who has been your favorite coach? Honestly, I'll probably say, I think it's Michael, the one that is now the new lead to Newsies. It's Michael. Oh, Michael Yuri. Oh my gosh. We yeah. love Michael Yuri. He is yeah. the host of the Drama Desk Awards. He co-starred in Ugly Betty. He's a really mm. good friend of the company. He's, he's phenomenal, actually, isn't he? Yeah, I actually need to go back and rewatch the first one that I watched of him. It was just because it was one of those things that everything he was saying was so good. And it like hit me mentally so well that I actually forgot because it was one of those. You're just like, that was so cool. You were more excited about how great it was as a coaching than the whole experience itself. And so I need to go back and see his. Um, just to retake notes and everything. I would probably say, though, that Allie Grants was the one that definitely gave me bullet points of things that I should be doing as safely as possible okay, while yeah. I can through the quarantine. Yeah, we love Allie Grants. When she was 10 years old, she got a recurring role on those hit 
TV show on Showtime Weeds. She also mm. co-starred in the Goldbergs and their spinoff show that they're doing. So she's fantastic. She did you know she went to Harvard University, Dakota? She got I a degree from it. Harvard. The way that she carries herself, she seems very knowledgeable. Like as as she talks, you're like she has a wealth of knowledge. And she offered a very different perspective. During the call, she talked about like, how are you guys doing through all of this? And admittedly, I'm more introvert than extrovert. So I posted up saying my introvert side is very happy right now. Yeah. And then she was like, well, to all of you guys, you guys are performers, you're entertainers, you want to be out there, you want to be interacting with people and everything. And I was like, oh yeah, no, that definitely is a side of who I am as a person. <laughs> And so yeah. it was it was really nice to see that she definitely knows. Yeah, she knows both sides for sure. So what was your favorite takeaway from Allie Grant's call? Like what like what was one thing that you've actually taken and you've put into action for yourself? I actually have three bullet point notes here. Um awesome. it was she talked about the oh four actually. She talked about the demo reel, which I don't have much acting experience which she said was just fine but through Boise State University they have a dance association they call it BSDA they think they changed the name of it this last year um, and it's now a club instead of association and so I could probably go and find some of my more relative and probably what I would consider to be better dance performances and she said to do just a five-minute demo reel about what you can do yeah. Um, she talked about keeping your headshots up to date. And I have th at least two, three-ish friends. Some of them are closer than others. That's why I said ish. That do photography and do oh, wow. the, the editing for photos and everything like that. And I know she said to try and get, I think she said, research five photographers in your area and try and figure out about them. She talked about the resumes and how to keep like just, just a one page and the setup she had. So I want to go through that again and try and figure out the resume setup that she was talking about because it seemed really on point. And the last one was, um, what was it? It was the photos. Da, da, da. Can't remember now. I had, I didn't write it down, but as she was talking, I remembered it, but I can't write it down. That's okay. The bullet points that you gave are fantastic because they're tips that anyone can do right now. Anyone can be working on making sure that you're perfecting your craft, making sure that you are researching so that when you're allowed out, you can start getting those photos taken and get more comfortable in front of the camera. So those two are very great points and also making sure that your resume is up to date and keeping it in good form. So all of that stuff is fantastic. So something that you said was that you don't ever like to be stagnant. You want, you always want to keep moving. Mm -hmm. And one of the words that I've coined for 2020 is the word momentum. So how do you feel that being a part of the VIP Elite Talent Academy is helping you maintain that momentum when other people are like, like you said, just kind of chilling, you know, like mm -hmm. how, are, how is this helping you maintain your momentum? So I'm actually going to tie that into Antoinette because through one of the calls that I was watching yesterday, she used the word momentum almost like right off the bat. It was one she did, I think, two weeks ago. Yeah. And to me, that was important because, yeah, let's say you have three or four different projects going at the same time and you might be focused on one, that ball that you had rolling stuff. And so she said to make sure that you had peace. And I put mental health right next to that because you may have peace, but mentally you're 
jumbled, but then she said to be consistent. And so the note that I put down was, what did you do today, right? That's and really good. Since it is through online and it is virtual and everything like that, because of what she did, I'm going to take a nap after this because I didn't sleep last night, but I actually did put a blanket across the board every day, alarm for seven o'clock. Nice. Just that way I can keep that uh, same momentum yeah. going in that I'm forcing myself to be more proactive in everything. Yeah. And the whole, what did I do today thing is I want to be able, you know, on the days where I do stay home to be able to look back at the day when I go to lie down or something and not feel, I'm going to say icky. Okay, <laughs> I know that's a good word. word. I don't want to feel icky. I don't want to feel like I let myself down. And that's yeah. what I mean by icky because everybody at some point has probably let themselves down and felt bad about it because yeah. you're like, I did this to myself. So you, you feel a little icky, right? Yeah. And so I want to be able to, on the days that I stay home, through a lot of different various aspects, through dance, because I'm still working on choreography to Drake's practice. I'm still looking at dance videos. I'm still immersed in that world because that is yeah. a huge part of my life. I'm still doing fitness things. I love jumping. My vertical jump at one point was really great. And so I'm using resistance bands to help with that and everything. But when I looked at my life, I was like, okay, you're doing a lot of this, but you've missed a lot of the acting and the stuff through VIP talent and everything like that, because you guys come out with a lot. I know. And so, it's like a fire hose. Yeah. And so <laughs> the, fact, the fact that I am able to go back and rewatch and redo and everything like that. So all I have to do is, you know, buckle down a little bit, you know, not watch some Netflix episodes because yesterday when I was watching Antoinette's um, call, all I could think about to myself was one hour. One hour is about maybe three Netflix episodes because they take out commercials, but one hour, if you can spend one hour and when I was trying to put a schedule in my head, even for work, I was like six to seven in the evening. From like six to seven in the evening, most people are, are probably home, depending on their work and everything like that. If I'm able to spend at least one hour going to rewatch a coaching call or, you know, looking at photography or, you know, watching Alicia's videos on like her favorite poses or what you should be doing as far as like your photos and your social media accounts and everything. Yeah. Um, if I can spend at least an hour a day, I probably won't feel icky because a lot of people don't realize everybody has the same 24 hours. It's about what yeah. you do. And so if you're a lucky person and you get that eight hours every day for sleep, if you do nine in the night to five in the morning, you know, that means that you have from five in the morning to nine at night to get done as much as you need to get done. Yeah. And then so for me, putting that time of seven o'clock, which varies depending on if I'm working or not, I know for a fact that I can at least find an hour to keep yeah. the momentum going, to keep all that going. And through VIP talent with it being online, it's 100% on you. It yeah. offers so much more because instead of needing to be in person or needing to read the book or needing to do hundreds of calls to try and get, you know, a minute or two with this person to tell you, here's my one piece of advice. All I have to do is log on, 
you know, sign in and everything like that. And then I can go and find the things that I want to find and study. Yeah. No, that's phenomenal. I love what you said there, Dakota, because everyone does have the same 24 hours and what you do with those 24 hours makes all of the difference in the world because it is a choice. And I love that you said that you're making an effort. You're like, okay, you know what? You listen to Antoinette Stratton's call. And for anyone who doesn't know Antoinette Stratton, she's a great friend of our company. She's a talent manager. She works with people like Oliver Stone. She manages her husband, Richard Stratton's career. He's a prolific writer and he's very much involved in the entertainment industry. He actually just released his third book, which is really cool. So I love what you mentioned about Antoinette because she's very much one of those people who's very regimented. I could tell you her schedule. I've never been to her house, but I could tell you her schedule exactly. And mm. I love that you quoted her in this because right now we all do have, no matter whether we're in quarantine or not, we yeah. all have the same 24 hours a day. And the thing that we hope and the thing that you're exemplifying is that you come out of this stronger. If you make that small change, that's something that you're going to continue with. Now mm -hmm. isn't a time for complacency. Now isn't a time to be like, you know what? <sighs> I'm done. Now's the time for us to actually be making sure that we show up every day even harder because mm -hmm. we still have 24 hours, but a lot of us have more time now to be doing things that are going to help us move forward. Yeah, I actually, because you used the word stronger, this popped up to my head. I saw it uh, a few days ago, I want to say. And it was a meme because, you know, the internet, it exists. Yeah. And it had Thor in Ragnarok when he, like, came out and he's shredded, he's ripped, and he's, you know, looking good, like Chris Hemsworth does, right? Yeah. And then it had what everyone has quoted as Fat Thor from Endgame when he has the suit and everything like that. And he says... Yeah. You can come out of quarantine one of two ways. And it was, you can either be the slim one that's worked hard, that's done the work and everything, or you can be the other one that let everything just kind of fall. And yeah. So. Yeah. I like to tell people, you have two choices. You can either watch Netflix or work hard so you can be on Netflix. Right, right. I, so I've seen that one. It makes me smile every time. And that's our goal for everyone. So Dakota, I just want to thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Thank you for being an inspiration. Thank you for being a part of our VIP Elite Talent Academy and sharing your insights with us. And keep doing those dance videos for those kids in Idaho. I'm sure they're ecstatic every time they get a new one. It's pretty fun. Awesome. Thank you so much. Have a great rest of your day. You as well. Thanks. Bye. Thank you for listening to the VIP Ignite podcast. For free resources and to learn more about how to become a model, actor, or musician, please head over to ammsociety.com. And if you loved this episode, please head over to iTunes to subscribe and leave us a review. It is very much appreciated. Thank you.